What is up, you guys? My name is Josh, also known as Harry Tornado. I'm here with my two best friends in the entire world, Joey Badabing22 and Drew, also known as Profit Monsters. And you're listening to the 23rd, I think, episode of the Triple Thrift Podcast. It's been a couple weeks since our last episode, and we are super excited to uh, share this with you guys today. We haven't, um, since we haven't had an episode in a while, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> All three of us have had a lot of stuff going on in our lives lately. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Joey, take it away. Tell me what's been on your, what's been uh, happening in your life lately. Um, I just came back from the Cincinnati reseller rally. It was insane. If you guys saw me at, uh, or on the boat or just in uh, Cincinnati in general, uh, guys, shout out to you. It was so much fun hanging out with a bunch of you like Caleb, uh, Phoenix Resale, uh ben ready set resale uh kayla cat all of you dante it was so much fun hanging out with you guys and of course destiny we 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 had a blast we made it more of a vacation rather than um you know like reselling but you know we couldn't really bring anything back because we flew but we could have maybe gotten a suitcase and everything but we kind of walked around the city we went to the cincinnati zoo and if you guys hear me i'm kind of like sick a little bit so I ran like three miles to the zoo. So this is what happened. I I got the, you know, those Lime scooters that are in like big cities and stuff. Yeah. Like we, I was like, let's do it. It's only like four miles away. Like this will be easy. Like it'll be so much fun. She's like, no, it's about the rain, blah, blah, blah. And so I get on my scooter and it's broken. Like you can't even press down the gas. Like I'm falling over. I'm, I'm pedaling up hill i'm like this is it i'm done like i threw it on the ground i ended my tour on whatever like the whatever it was and then i started running i was like Des, just ride your scooter and we'll get to the zoo because like there was a time window like 10 to like 10 30 that you had to be there and if we didn't get there in that time i don't think we were allowed in so i was like just run let's go and she's like let's just call an uber i was like i don't know i'm just so dedicated to run right now but i ran in the i ran in the rain so that was crazy. So now I'm like sick. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. My grandma always said that if you outside in the rain, picking peas or running anything like that, you're going to get pneumonia. Yeah. So look out. Grandma's always right. Shout out grandma. <laughs> Shout out grandma. Drew, what's up with you, man? Man, I'm, I'm, I've been doing a lot. <laughs> so, uh, this past weekend I was in Iowa, Des Moines with my, my buddy, uh, and fellow YouTuber and Instagrammer, Bob Dabra. Uh, if any of you guys follow me on either cha- uh, either of my social medias, you know, because I've been sharing it a lot, I flew up there and uh, it was his first weekend as a full-time reseller because he's a teacher and summer school was out on Friday and then he had to stay like, uh, or Thursday, and then he had to stay like an extra couple hours on Friday morning. And so I flew up to Iowa, met up with him. We had a crazy weekend. We did everything. We did garage sales. Um vintage market the goodwill bins a bunch of thrift stores we went trash picking there was like an annual junk day in one of the cities near des moines iowa that we didn't even know about it was very close to the hotel and uh we got some crazy stuff i just put out the video about it a couple hours ago from before from the day we're recording this on june 8th so if you haven't seen that video go watch it it's a lot of fun we found some pretty crazy stuff in the trash and Bob has already sold some of it on his Instagram, like some vintage t-shirts that we found in wow. a box. That's pretty cool. Uh, so I did that, and now I'm currently sitting in my shed. You guys can't see, but it's my AC unit is off because it makes a lot of noise. So I'm suffering for the podcast right now for the listeners. And um, currently installing insulation boards into my ceiling. And when I measured it, it's hard to explain without showing everybody but when i measured it each piece that i needed for my ceiling needed to be 24 by 33. well i measured wrong and it's really like 23 by 31. so i already cut all the boards so now i have to cut every single board again like an inch on each side so i've got like six box cutters on my table right now i've got i've got foam board pieces everywhere uh, and i'm just hanging out in my shed by myself having a good time so I'm going to get this done so that it's not so hot in my shed anymore. Sounds like a blast, man. It's, it's, been a time, it's been a long time coming. And the reason that I'm just doing it now is because when I bought the shed, the day that the shed was delivered was the day that I had to move out 
of uh, my storage unit. So when I moved out of my storage unit, I had everything already outside in my backyard waiting for the shed to be delivered. And so I didn't have any time to have it insulated. I didn't think about it. Uh, it was back in October. It wasn't super hot out. It was getting cooler. So I was like, yeah, I'll be fine. And now <laughs> I'll like, do that later. Yeah, I'm regretting that decision. So if you guys need a shed, uh, get it insulated before you move all your inventory. So lesson learned. Yeah, you've had you've had kind of a hard time with that shed. Just it seems like one thing after another kept going wrong. But I think you finally you got internet because you're in the shed now and you're doing the podcast. You got the AC unit, you got the insulation, so it's all coming together for you. Sure is. Um, so, so if you I, I, you guys you guys know because I told you guys like a month ago. But uh, for those of you listening, if you just saw my video this week, my wife was able to quit her job. Uh, quit her full-time job. She was working for the county in the the wastewater division. She was working in the lab for them as the lab director. She was a scientist, yeah, she was right? To, a scientist. She was a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was able to quit her job, and and she's now working with me full time in the reselling and YouTube side of things. She's not like, I mean, she's she's pretty good on YouTube. Like, I mean, she was able to like. She let me use her face for the thumbnail last time. I was like, let me just take a picture of you holding up the two Jordans you found today, and uh, she was down to do that. So we're. I'm excited. I'm so excited about the future and um, just the freedom that we have. And it's not even like a sacrifice. I think when people hear like, oh, you quit your job to like, you know, work from home or be your own boss, it they automatically associate that with like a pay cut. And I actually think we're going to make more money with her working with us. Like, I think so like too. maybe like the first month will be like slightly less. But after, you know, we, we work, you know, about a month together and we work out all the kinks about you know, time management organization and who does what and the best way to use both of our talents and skills. I think within 30 days, we'll probably be making more money this way than we were uh, with her working. So we're super excited for sure. And uh, now, now, Josh, when you say she's going to be working with us, does that refer to you and Moe's? Uh, <laughs> Moe's, uh, I, I guess, I guess Moe's is an employee. He's the new goods inspector. So anytime we bring bring new stuff into the house, he has to sniff it, make sure it's good to go. But that's pretty much the extent of what he does. For those of you listening that don't know, Moses, my dog. Uh, I realized that could have been a weird, a weird <laughs> statement if you didn't know who I was talking about. Moses, the dog. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, that's one thing. It's it's been I've been trying to like be more conscious of is like saying we instead of me like. Like, yeah, I did start the business, but now it's, you know, our business, like we're doing it together. So that's something I'm going to try to be a little bit more conscientious about. That's pretty cool. So are you going to change your like intro, like on your YouTube videos? Like it's me and Haley, you know, like, are you going to like change that up or? I don't know, man. Like it's, it's so like with, with Rally Roots, they, they, their channel started as Ryan Roots. Like he was just going to do it by himself. And then when Allie jumped in the videos with him, they changed it to Rally Roots. So that was like a good change, but there's not really a way you can change Harry Tornado into something that combines, you know, both of us. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll probably just keep it in Harry Tornado and just have her, you know. No, I meant, I meant, no, I meant like, like an intro, like how you always say, like, you know, what's going on guys. This is, you know, Harry Tornado. I'm saying my own thing, but uh, you know, like, like an intro, like, Hey, this is me and Haley. We're doing this together now. Or like a new intro, like, like saying, I mean, uh, you know what I mean? Maybe right? you know what I mean? uh, I've tried. I I don't know. I don't like I, I made my we had the new. Um, are you guys there? I'm here. I'm here. OK, just making sure it was all messing up. We'll cut this part out. Um, With the intro, maybe like I had the, the guy on Fiverr make the new like the new cool one with like all the music and stuff. And we may just redo that with like more clips of Haley because Right now, the intro is just clips of me and like my arms, <laughs> so yeah. we may refresh it a little bit. But um, I don't think I'll change the name or anything else. Harry Tornado. It, it took me a while to build up the brand on that. I think we'll keep that for the. For I the think branding. I think what Joey's asking about is when you're like, "What's going on, guys? This is Josh, also known as Harry Tornado, and my full time job is selling yeah, things that. on eBay and making YouTube videos about it." Now you got to be like. What's going on, you guys? My name is Harry Tornado, and I am here with my wife. And our full-time job is selling things on eBay and making YouTube videos about it. Yeah, that, that's I guess, that's I guess, what I meant. <laughs> I guess I will have to change it. I don't know. Or you could just let Haley say it. But I saw, I saw someone in your comment section one time. It's always funny to see like your subscribers, the ones that 
you know, are really, um, I don't want to say devout to your content, but the ones that just really enjoy what you put out, like you can tell by different people's comments. And someone said, well, now it's the Harry tornado and Haley's comet or something like that. (laughs) I saw one of the comments and my first, my first thought was like, you know, there's the channel, what the hails. I was like, well, you should just change your name to what the Haley's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The the name was not something I don't know. I never planned to like, Right. for this to grow into something that we could do together. Like that was never, that didn't even cross my mind until the last maybe like six to eight months, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll just take it from here and, and go with it. We are making some serious progress. So like just today, like Haley was cleaning shoes and helping me, you know, photograph stuff. Like she would, she photographed, like, I mean, we, we did all of the golf club head covers that I have. I probably had like 50 of them and she knocked out all those photos in like, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. So, I mean, I'm like, I'm almost out of inventory. <laughs> like my death pile is almost completely gone. That's crazy. Excuse me. Our death pile. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically it was your death pile because yeah, you got all that yeah. stuff. So that was my, my responsibility. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, we're super that's excited. Awesome. That's, that's really cool that, that you guys are, are making that work. And like you said, it wasn't like in the plan that kind of just shows to me, like how authentic everything has come together for you guys, because you know, obviously Harry Tornado was like you, I think you said it was your gamer tag on Xbox Live or something like that. And then, yeah. you know, you made the YouTube channel about it and you did all this stuff from losing your job and now kind of like, look where you are, look what everything's become. And, you know, it's not like, you know, you, I don't know how to explain it. It's just not like you started all this going, I'm going to quit my job. My wife's going to quit her job and we're going to become these yeah. YouTubers and you know it's the same way when you're starting any business like when i see somebody that has a passion like i'm gonna start a an ice cream shop you know and they go a hundred grand in debt to like rent the shop and renovate it and buy all the machines and stuff i'm like that's great that you have a passion for this but like that's so much of a risk like get that little ice cream cart and sell ice cream like on your street and save your money and like build slowly and i always had that plan like whatever business i build i want to build it slowly like i've tried businesses in the past i had a furniture restoration business i had like a woodworking business and it's very very difficult to make any any serious money in those businesses so i realized that and i was like i got to do something that you know can actually make money and then luckily i found reselling so we started slow you know pretty much invested all of the money back into the business i get asked a lot i'm sure you guys do too like how much money do you like pay yourself or reinvest into the business. I'm like, I don't know. I just like this business is what I do. Like I'd rather like list stuff than play video games right now. I'm just really passionate about it. So like, yeah, I invest as much as possible into the business. I'd rather spend money on my business than spend money on myself. Of course. So I I don't know. I'm I'm the same. I'm the same way. Um, The only time I've really spent money on myself, that's been like, significant was literally this past weekend when I went to fly to meet Bob uh, and hang out with him. And I really like kind of did the same thing you did when you went to Utah with Tim. I mean, if you watch the video, I found a suitcase at a garage sale for $5 and I filled that thing up and my, my carry on, I filled that thing up. Like I brought an empty backpack pretty much with like just an extra t-shirt in it. And then my clothes were in my small suitcase and then we bought the big suitcase and I stuffed my backpack and that suitcase with some crazy stuff. So And two of the items, if you really watch the video, two of the items, I actually had to leave with Bob because I couldn't even fit them in my suitcase. So I listed them in the hotel and then I told him I would pay him to ship them for me because I didn't have enough space for the stuff that I bought, but I couldn't leave it. It was like one of the things I found was this vintage McDonald's like merry-go-round thing that spins, but it was in the shape of a Big Mac. And, uh, and in the video, like I think I paid $29.99 for it or $19.99, I can't remember. 20 or 30 bucks, and they're selling for like over 200 to 400 dollars Wow. And I learned about vintage McDonald's stuff like a couple days before because Greg, Rocky Mountain Resale, had shared a bunch of bolos on his Instagram about vintage McDonald's stuff. And it just so happened, like when I walked into that Salvation Army, like that subconsciously clicked with the picture of the image I saw of the McDonald's box, and I was like, I need to look this up, but maybe in the past, if I hadn't seen that stuff from Greg, I might've just walked right past it. So anyway, shout out Greg for that. That's crazy. So, yeah, 
So, Drew, last night on the live, you wanted to change your Instagram name to Profit Monster. So, if if anybody is listening on YouTube and you want to comment down below, should Drew change his Instagram name to Profit Monsters or just keep it Drew underscore Thrifts and Flips? Comment down below. Yeah, so so with that, I um, I never really intended, kind of like with Josh's whole whole business you know i never really intended for things to like get as big as they are now it was just me just like kind of documenting everything i was doing i think everybody thinks oh yeah it'd be great to you know have ten thousand followers or something like that but you never really think about it like becoming possible because it seems so far away but um so i made a profit monsters instagram account probably about a year ago and i started to post on it but i was gaining so much traction on drew thrifts and flips um, that I stopped posting on the Profit Monsters page because I didn't want there to be two separate accounts for the same stuff that I was finding or two two of the same picture on two separate yeah. accounts. So I stopped posting on the Profit Monsters page and Drew Thrifts and Flips just kind of started taking off. So I already have one, but I don't use it. So what I'm thinking about doing is deleting that uh, and just changing my Drew Thrifts and Flips name to Profit Monsters. Um, and Joey asked in the live... Um, on our live listing on Monday, you know, should we, should I change my name? And everybody said, change it to Profit Monsters. So I'm wondering if that's going to help with my YouTube, like getting people to kind of bridge the gap between Drew Thrifts and Flips and Profit Monsters to bridge the gap to get Instagram viewers to go to YouTube, because I don't get a lot of connectivity between the two, even though my, my followers and my subscriber base are very similar. Like right now I'm almost at 9,000 subscribers mm -hmm. on YouTube and I just hit 10k on Instagram. I don't get the same like my Instagram stories, sometimes I get like 2500 people looking at my Instagram stories within a 24-hour period and sometimes I put out a YouTube video and I get 500 views within 24 hours. So it's two yeah. totally different worlds, two totally different social medias. I think it's pretty hard to keep to to grow an Instagram and YouTube at the same rate. Like I I tried that in the beginning and then YouTube took off and then once it once one of them take off, that's naturally where your attention is going to go because it's more fun to like put your time and effort into a social media platform where you have a, a larger or faster growth of, of followers there. Um, so I, I don't know. I just I kind of post on Instagram for fun and just like give people a little bit more of like behind the scenes look than they get with the YouTube channel. And that's it's grown consistently. I mean, I think I just hit like 18,000 followers on Instagram, um, but I, I never it's just it's not it's not something that's like a priority for me it's just for fun yeah well when it comes to the monetary value i think that for me like i have found that i can make money on instagram by sharing stuff that i find from thrift stores because i i engage with my audience on instagram a lot like i answer every dm i respond try to respond to every comment on a post like i try to be very engaging so people know that like i'm a real person i'm not just trying to be like this big big guy in the in the reselling community like i want people to know that i'm authentic and genuine and i'll just post something like copper drop on my instagram story of like a cool shirt or something and then someone will dm me and be like size and price i'll be like wait really you want to buy this from me and i'll be like all right how about 40 shipped you know and they're like sold you know and i sell stuff on my instagram before i even get home or post it on ebay so it's pretty nice it doesn't happen all the time but it's nice when it does happen when you're at a thrift store and just someone wants something that you have or you that you find and they find value in it and you can kind yeah. of make that connection i think it's really cool that you do the cop or drop because it makes people learn like what you're you know what you're picking up and what you don't pick up like destiny says it all the time like drew always helps me you know find different or new items to to pick up you know so i really think that's a great idea to put on your story and let other people see it that's why I see that you do so good on Instagram, Drew, that it's I, I love when you do Instagram stories. It's it's awesome. I really like it. Yeah, I just try to connect with the audience as much as I can. And I think that that's, you know, where I found a lot of enjoyment in being a reseller, because being a reseller can be lonely. And we've talked about that. You know, if you don't have people to talk to during the day, like, you know, Josh has his wife to talk to, you know, my wife is usually watching the kids or taking them somewhere while I'm working or I'm thrifting by myself sometimes. And, um, you know, so being able to do the Instagram thing is like, 
I guess you could say the closest thing to having friends when you're thrifting by yourself. And uh, it's just cool because it also shows me, you know, um, what people know and don't know about certain things with reselling because everything I do on Copper Drop doesn't, that's that segment specifically doesn't necessarily mean that I'm either picking it up or not picking it up. I just kind of like to get an idea of what other people would do. Like I'll post, uh, 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 I don't know, an electronic unit, like a Marantz unit, and I'll say $29.99, copper drop. And then and then after that, I like to show the comps of what it's selling for because so many people would say drop, it's a heavy item, it's a waste of time. And then when you see the comps and it's like $350, then people go back and they're like, oh shoot, no, cop, cop, you know? And the, they yeah. pick it up. So it's always fun to see like people's DMs, especially when I post screenshots of um, sold comps and sell through rates on certain items afterwards that are definite cops for me. I like to do that so people know, you know, like that they're learning and it's not just me posting a random golf club or a random T-shirt or a random pair of shoes. You know, I like to show the comps. On, on certain things so that people learn from it and, and know about it. And then people always DM me and say, wow, I had no idea that those had such high resale value or, you know, wow, I left a pair of Allbirds at the thrift today. <laughs> Shout out Allbirds. You guys suck. <laughs> Which leads me to the sponsor of today's podcast, Allbirds. Allbirds wool runner running shoes. Very, very comfortable, uh, but they will give you a Vero and then deny it and then give you another Vero. And it could even be for a pair of shoes you sold four months ago. Shout out Karen from Lavender Clothesline. Wow. That, I think that's I got nervous. absolutely she... crazy. Drew, what made... Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, Karen Karen sent me a Vero like, message she got. She sold a pair of Allbirds back in like February and she got a Vero for those. And I sold a pair of Allbirds like three weeks ago and I didn't get a bureau. So I was, I was really nervous. And then I saw rally roots got one too. And I was like, okay, now that they got one, maybe, maybe they can use their social media to like get all birds to like fix this. Like, I don't like that they got a bureau, but after they, they got one that definitely they started posting about it more and more. I don't know. It was yeah, cool to see all the reseller accounts like come together and bash all bird into submission. Yeah. I I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm still not, I'm still not buying it. So is Joey gone? Joey's offline no, again. Here. I don't, I don't understand why that happens. I can't, I can't hear like him. I, or see I, him. I see you drew perfectly fine. Like I hear you. And then like Josh like cuts out. I don't know why. Joey says he sees me perfectly fine. Okay. You're back now. That's so weird. I don't know. I see, I hear drew and everything perfectly fine. But when it goes to Josh, like, Joey, is your internet router upstairs or downstairs? It's downstairs, but it, dude, Drew, it, okay. it's you need fine. you need to get this, you need to get the same thing that I got, and you need to get a wireless router extender. I'm gonna and just plug to. it in. You you have to plug it in because it's the same thing when you say like you get no signal upstairs. It's because your router's too far away. Well, no, that's when I you got that's get, when you call me. But but I'm being serious. When I when I hear Drew talk, it's clear, like it's clear, and then it's like Josh. I don't know. It breaks up and then I leave the screen and it comes back in. I don't know why. I don't know. I'm sorry. You want to try again? I didn't. I didn't stop this one because <laughs> he came back in. Okay. Well, going. we can just we can just keep talking then, and we uh, I guess you can yeah. clip this out or whatever. So, um, so have you guys had any like crazy sales lately? I know I've had a lot of sales personally. Um, I don't know how sales have been for you guys. Um, Drew, you go first. Um, so I've been, I've been gone quite a bit over the past two weeks. I was in North Carolina for a wedding for like three days. Uh, and then I got home for one day, did my shipping. And then the next day was Thursday and I was flying out that night to go meet with Bob Dabra. So I was really only in town for about 24 hours within the last week and, all this is just a big excuse as to why you haven't made any sales this week. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I have not, I have not made as many sales as I normally do, but luckily I've had some good ones. Um, I sold a rock band set yesterday for $235 on Mercari. So that was a nice sale. And um, I sold a, I posted on my Instagram, a Bosch door hinge repair kit. 
Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. I don't even know what it is, but I saw it at the flea market and I saw the name Bosch. I know that it's a great brand for tools. I opened up the box. Everything looked like it was in there. When I looked up the comps, they were selling between like 100 to $150. So I bought it for 15 bucks, listed it, and it sold within about two weeks, if that. Yeah. Um, so that was a nice sale. I had one pair of, oh, okay. So I sold a pair of uh, Nike SB Janoskis I got at the flea market for like eight bucks. I sold those for like 110. Uh, so no fees. And then I sold a pair of Converse today. This is a bolo if you guys haven't uh, haven't heard of it. The Converse high top, like the gothic ones that like go all the way up the leg. And they've got, yeah. you know, they lace up all the way pretty much to the knee. I bought a pair of those at Goodwill for $14.99. And, and my buddy Dalton, dealing with Dalton that I go to the flea market with, he shared with me because I DM'd him about them because I know he sold them, that he sold two pairs on Poshmark for $59 and $69. So I'm thinking, all right, $15 and $70, bucks, not bad. Yeah. And then I look up comps on eBay and the comps are anywhere from like a hundred to two hundred dollars. And when I sent the D the, the sold comps to Dalton, he's like, I'm shook. Maybe that's why because he told me his sell within 24 hours every time he lists them. He that's thought it was probably true. He thought it was just a popular shoe. So he's like, yeah, I'm man, all my Nintendo Wii's sell within like 30 minutes for like 25 bucks plus shipping. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, I listed them for 175. And while I was in Iowa with Bob, I ran a 20% off sale on my uh, entire eBay store. So that put the shoes at 140. Someone offered me 125 today and I got greedy and counted at 135, but luckily they accepted. And so I sold those Converse for 135 bucks. So um, I've had a couple really good sales that have like helped for sure. Uh, but then I've had some bread and butter sales like 20, 30, 40, $50 sales um, still coming through, but my numbers are down a little bit compared to what I'm usually at. Uh, so that is, that is to be expected when you, when you're out of town for so much for so long. Yeah. But I'm, I'm okay with it because, you know, I'm, I'm not in a place in my life where I'm, I'm struggling or, or desperate to make a certain amount of sales every day. It's, you know, once I'm back now, I'm back to listing, I'm back to doing my thing and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get those numbers back up. I'm not down a lot. I'm not down significant. I'm down probably like seven or 8%. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I posted that YouTube video the other day. My sales were up at the time. They were up 117%. Like the last two weeks at that time were up 117% from the previous two weeks. Um, but now in the last, last 31 days, I'm up 30%. Um, I mean, sales, I, my lowest sales day in the last like three weeks was this past Sunday, June 6th. That was $83. I don't know why, but then we're back up to 297 on Monday and 363 uh, today. So it, it's just been awesome, man. We've we've been cleaning and listing and sourcing. And it's so fun when we're sourcing fast, but also listing fast and selling fast. Like I picked up two VCRs the other day. We listed them last night. They both sold overnight, shipped them out today. I'm like, yeah, it took me you know, maybe eight minutes to like pack each one with like bubble wrap and pool noodles on the corner. Um, but it, it's just awesome. Just moving stuff fast, man. It's, it's very, very thrilling. I, I, I enjoy it. It's basically like telling you how much you could get done if you had a really good employee, like, yeah. you know, because you don't want to say that your wife is an employee because you guys are both the employers, the CEOs and you run the business, but you know, it's just really cool to see, Hey, if I would have hired an employee to do all this for me months ago, I could yeah. possibly be this efficient if I could find the right person. But instead of paying someone to do it, now you and Haley are doing it together to like build your brand, build your business and, and grow it together, which is really cool. Yep, for sure. So going back to what I sold, I sold a for real friends. It's a white tiger. Um, it's actually a rare one. Usually like you sell like the, the orange ones. And I picked this up the, the first day i um went to my new route over you know at the post office and i sold it for 79 bucks free shipping so that was that was a good sale while i was in cincinnati and then i just sold a golf club for 129 dollars last week um and i bought it for two bucks so that was, that was an awesome sale so it was a ping like four wedge something like that it was an awesome pickup for two bucks so four wedge whatever it was all the golfers all the golfers listening to this podcast are laughing right now 
What's up, baby? I sold a ping four wedge. <laughs> What's up, baby? What's up, baby? <laughs> that's, that's, that's how we. That talk. was my impression of of Joey. <laughs> oh man, I don't know golf stuff. You know, I just learned from you, honestly. And Casey, uh, he's in South Carolina too. Big golfer over there. Yep. Josh, yeah, you're still, been, you still playing uh, golf every day now that your wife is working for you? I haven't you, played this with week. You, with you, with you, with you. Let me fix that. <laughs> I've, I haven't played this week. My my preacher, um, so he messed up his knee or something. He's the guy I, I play with every morning. Uh, messed up his knee a couple weeks ago. So he, he hasn't played in like two weeks, but I think we'll probably start playing again next week. Um, but yeah, it's not like right now. So when my wife was working, she had to be at work at seven. So she was waking up at like four to like work out, you know, do her Bible study, eat breakfast and like, you know, just morning stuff. But now we're waking up at like six. So, I mean, like today we really didn't start working until like eight thirty or nine because it was like two hours of just hanging out, drinking coffee, working out, you know, stuff like that. So um, I don't like working out. So in the mornings when she's working out, I'm going to go play golf. And get my little quote to work out in. Um, so it, it's just nice, man. Like it's, it's such, it's so the ability to like, just wake up and just live your life and do what you want and not have to like, we don't even have to care what day it is. She's like, Oh, it's Tuesday. Like I didn't, I didn't care because <laughs> every day except Sunday is the same. Saturdays and Sundays, the only days I care about Saturdays for yard sales, Sunday for church. And that everything else is just doing whatever we want all the time. So you guys are like retired, basically. I mean, you're doing what you love, yeah. so like you're you're like retired. Yeah, basically, it's it's awesome. That's so. And cool. and YouTube has been so good for me lately. It's so good for a lot of people, dude. Like, shout out Cincinnati Picker. Last month had four point five million views on YouTube. It's crazy. Like he's he's probably making like realistically, he's probably making like twelve dollars per thousand view. But let's say ten dollars per thousand views. So in the last month, he probably made between forty-five and fifty thousand dollars on YouTube. That's so cool! Shout out, John. I mean, that that's just absolutely insane. And then, I mean, part-time pickers, his channel's doing well. Thrift Mind's channel's doing well. Um, there's a, there's this channel I found. It's called Stacked Golf, uh, and it's these. Uh, it's a, I, I think they're husband and wife. I'm not 100 percent sure, but they do. I guess it's like reselling, but it's only golf clubs. Like they'll go to like, you know, thrift stores or pawn shops or yard sales, whatever, and buy only golf clubs. And like, I guess talk about their value and then like test them out at the end of the video. Like I enjoy their videos cause it's golf related, but I mean, they, they'll post like their channels is blowing up. They'll post a video and then within 24 hours, it's got 40,000 views. I'm like, why are why is this many people interested in a channel that's got such a small niche you know like reselling only golf clubs and sometimes they don't even sell them they just like oh we're just going to keep these this is just a good deal so i i don't get it but i'm super happy for them for sure that's really cool when did they start youtube how long ago i don't know i, I don't know they've got like sixty-two thousand subs wow. or so but again they've been growing really fast lately so I don't know when they started, but I've been watching all their videos over the last couple of weeks and uh, they're really likable people. I think that's why they're doing so well. Um, but again, I don't, uh, the, their garage sale footage is really cool. It's the, like the POV thing going on. I mean, it looks like he's got like a, the camera GoPro, like in his mouth or something. Like it's got such a good angle, like for everything he's like showing people's faces. Cause a lot of my stuff is like pointed down. So you only see people's feet, but, um, He's like showing people's faces and that makes for really good thumbnails too. Like, oh, I couldn't believe these golf clubs were so cheap at this garage sale. And he's got like some lady's face, like, you know, it's just a good thumbnail. Whereas my thumbnails are all people's feet or my face and everybody's tired of my face. <laughs> well, that's what you got Haley for now. That's right. Yep. Spice up the thumbnails. The last video, the video I posted today with her face in it, it actually is one of 10 it's, it's performing even better than the video where we announced that she was quitting. And that video had like 32,000 views in the first day. So I mean, it, it's crazy, man. She's, I love her so much <laughs> for, for multiple reasons, but she's also going to be like a huge boost to the YouTube channel for sure. I think people are going to really like just watching her, you know, get the hang of everything and learn and, and 
watch our ship cool. stuff. We, we set up a time lapse in the office today, packing and shipping orders. And uh, we had a pretty good system going on. And I'm just, I'm just so excited, man. People, people love that husband and wife team, like the dream type of thing, you know, where they, you see like the husband and wife that like bought a bus and then they, you know, fl- you know, turned it into like a tiny house and they're traveling the world or, you know, husband and wife, Disney vloggers and, you know, what the hails is a great example of buying storage units together. And, you know, Matt part-time pickers does a lot of stuff with his wife now. And those videos usually perform really well. Lonnie, his wife is working with him now and, you know, um, thrift mine does really well, you know, they're, you know, husband and wife. And I think, I think Pam's pregnant now. So, you know, um, you know, those types of things are always exciting for people to follow because they also get to see the family grow. They get to see, you know, the, the, the business grow and just having like the male and female side of it is nice because once Haley even starts getting used to the camera more where she like is wanting to hold it or talk while you're making a deal and, you know, she'll say, she'll start saying stuff and, you know, people will just start relating to that because it's just, you know, the male female thing is, you know, not, not all females enjoy watching male, strictly male content because it's not as relatable. And, you know, it's just quite honestly, like, I know there's a lot of great female YouTubers, but, you know, I don't probably watch as many of them that share their Poshmark thrift hauls because I'm not a female clothing seller. You know, um, so there's that. I don't think there's that many female resellers that don't do clothing like Kat, the nurse flipper, Kayla, the homeschooling picker. I mean, most most female resellers I know only do clothing or do like mainly clothing. Yeah, a significant amount. Yeah, Destiny does really just only clothing just because of hustle, hustle at home mom. And she's watching Amber resales as well. So she's yeah. and, and Kayla now too. So it's really cool to learn new things. I know nothing about clothing. So shout out to Dustin. Not either. How's, how's she doing with the business? Dude, she's doing so good. She picked up like 50 items today at Goodwill, three Goodwills. That's it. Wow. Like 50 items. She wanted to like take a big picture, kind of like how Drew does. Like when they, like when we do the draft, Drew, she wants to take like a big picture and I want to like do it. Like I want to get on a ladder and like take a big picture like of her like on a street or something like that. Maybe like make a thumbnail out of it and we'll go over like all the items that she got. I was really thinking well, of what you what you need to do in your house is just have destiny in the living room and you stand on the top of the staircase and take a picture looking down. That's true, but like I just want that natural sunlight of like basically in the street of her just like a circle of You got to get you got to get a drone. That's the only way to get that shot. Yeah. It's just like I have it pictured in my head, but what I was telling her today, I was like, you need to bring the GoPro with you and just film, like not your face, but just film. And I can like voice over it and I can make YouTube videos on it. You know, what is up, you guys? Here we are in the grip. <laughs> Got a pair of Skechers shape ups, threw them on the ground. Threw them on the ground, baby. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I forgot the let's go. How could I forget the let's go? What's up, guys? So my girl is here in this goodwill. <laughs> I'm currently at work on my mail route, but Destiny, I love you so much. You're picking up so much good stuff. And she walked up to this shelf and found this Magnolite pot. Shout out Hustling Hooks. Let's go. No, but she's doing those. I couldn't tell if that was Drew or Joey. It was just a a spitting image. A a combination. But no, I mean she's she's doing really good, guys. Um, I'm really super proud of her. You said you said she found a pair of teaks today, right? Yeah, a pair of teaks, man. She could sell them for like 150 bucks, and they're like used, like used, used. Like that's crazy. I've teaks never found teaks. It's on my bucket Rothies. list. Teaks and Rothies. You know, teaks and Rothies. Drew, that's so funny because we were talking about that last night on my live, and I didn't know how to say it correctly. I said, "What was it, Tykes?" And uh, something like that. Yeah. Tykes, four wedge. They're just <laughs> I like to make a people man think. of linguistics. I like jo- Joey's Joey's still learning. <laughs> I'd really do it on purpose, guys. I know how to say it. Relax, relax. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Oh. I feel like I feel like we have so much to talk about, but if we start another topic, then we we could go on for hours. I think the one thing that I want to finish off with, because we didn't really finish the conversation, at least that I'd like to say is, 
I am trying to get some responses from Allbirds directly about what is going on because I made a video about it. It's performing well uh, as far as like it's getting attention and other resellers are catching on about it. I've been in communications with Allbirds. Today is Tuesday. They haven't responded to me since Friday. I think they're just trying to cover up this whole thing because they are saying that a third party accidentally took down a few listings. We're not talking about a few listings. We're talking about a few thousand listings. Yeah. And uh, so they said that most of them were removed accidentally as being counterfeits. And I just, I don't believe it because most people that I talk to, theirs weren't anything to, to, to show that they were counterfeit. I'm trying so to think Drew, of the words there. So Drew, really, so, really quick, Destiny has two pairs of Allbirds on her eBay store and they're still up right now. So I don't know. Take them down. Better, she, she's got to take them I down. I told her because we were at the reseller rally and we were talking with, a, with some people and we were talking about the, the Vero and Destiny's like, uh, I'll just keep them up. I'm like, Des, take them off. I thought you took them off already. And she still has well, them. Just because, just because they haven't been taken down doesn't mean she hasn't been given an eBay strike. She needs to check her email because you can still get a strike and a warning. Um, you can still get a strike and a warning for your on your eBay account and they may not remove the item cause it, she's a newer account. So they may just give her a warning, but the next time, if it's the same item, I mean, if she hasn't gotten them taken down yet, she's lucky, but I mean, there's, there's still issues with all birds. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the risk for 30 or $40 pair of shoes. Yeah, for sure. I just searched all birds on eBay and there are currently 4,979 results, active listings for all birds. Hmm. That's a lot. I mean, when I made my video, it was over 5,600 uh, yeah. before, before I made my video. And when I when I made my video, or, or when I looked a couple days later, it was down below 4,000. It was like 3,600. So I don't know if people, because Allbirds did message a lot of people back and say, thanks for your feedback. Sorry, we are currently working on this a third party counterfeit issue we are you know working with ebay to get these fixed blah 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 blah. and i'm like it doesn't really matter because ebay told me that they filed paperwork for the vero and since then alberts has not responded to me if they are removing that paperwork that they filed so yeah. i'm still led to believe that it's going to get put on the vero list uh and i'm not taking that chance if it was like if it was some item that was selling for like four or five hundred dollars, I may keep it up if other people's are still active just to see what happens. But considering Lavender Clothesline got hit with something that she sold months ago, yeah, it, it's not it's not worth the risk. So what about and dude, honestly, like looking at soul comps for all birds, like the wool runners specifically, because that's the only ones I've ever found. They're not even that valuable. I mean, there's soul comps like you know twenty four dollars plus shipping. $31 free shipping, 40 free shipping, 27 plus shipping. I mean, there's one that sold an auction for $1 plus $17 in shipping. I mean, it's not like we're talking about like, you know, Rothy's or Teak's or something that are going to sell for a hundred, 150 bucks. Like I'm not going to risk my eBay account for, you know, really like what, 20, 25 bucks in profit. If you pay for most people, they're going to pay between eight and $15 probably for all birds. And you're going to make 15 bucks in profit. Like it's just not worth it for me, at least. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, there's some that, I mean, there's one, a black pair that sold for 80 bucks free shipping. So like occasion, I guess if you like have the right model, but I mean, there's a lot that are selling for less than $40. So what about, what about I, like, I Mercari? All birds. what about like Mercari? I found that all birds. Sorry. One at a time folks. <laughs> I was going to say that Allbirds sell better for me on Poshmark than they do on eBay anyway for higher price. I usually sell okay. them for about $49 um, plus plus shipping, but I take good pictures. I show all angles. The ones that I pick up are clean, have no stains or rips or tears, but the tree runners is where it's at. If you find tree runners, they're like $69, $79 shoes. Yeah. Um, but still, I at this point, with all the drama and everything, uh, I'm not I'm not selling them. So, so how come Mercari uh, and Poshmark doesn't like have like a, or maybe they do, I don't know, but like a Vero system like that. If I know I've had some of my listings removed from Mercari for like, cause you can't sell like health and vitamins or something like that. Right. 
Um, I've been using hammock to cross post all of my listings to Mercari and they, I guess they just did everything. So I had, I think two listings for like one listing for like creatine powder or something. I got a dream deals a couple months ago and one listing for some, some type of vitamins and they removed both of those. Um, but they didn't, there's no penalty other right. than just removing it, which I think that's the way it should be on eBay. Right. Like just, if it's a big deal. Just take it down. Don't suspend my account for three days. Right. You know? and, right. and I, I was selling a, uh, a paintball gun and I've tried to put that on Mercari and they took that off as well. Cause I guess it's a gun or something, you know? Yeah. You have to use the word marker for paintball guns has to call it a paintball marker. Oh, okay. Little, little side tip for you guys. But yeah, it should, it, it should give you like a, like, like an email saying like, Hey, we're, we're going to do a Vero on all birds. And, and then they're like, they just suspend your account, like just right then and there. Like, why wouldn't they want to send an email? Hey, you have 48 hours to take this off of eBay. And if you don't do it, we're going to Vero you or whatever. Like, why don't they do that? I just don't understand. Yeah, eBay, eBay is really frustrating uh, with a lot of stuff. And like I said in my YouTube video um, about the Allbirds, eBay is just really archaic in, the, in, their, in their 90s ways in certain things. And you would think that a billion-dollar company like that could easily fix something as simple as, hey, make an update so that sellers get notifications when new, um, when new uh, Vero items are added to the list. And... I don't know what the deal is. I don't know why. It sucks because I make the most money on eBay than any other platform, although I do make money on other platforms. Uh, but, you know, it's just kind of something that you have to deal with if you want to be an eBay seller. It's just like the struggles of eBay is, you know, that's why you see girls that are only Poshmark sellers and you see, you know, these vintage kids that only sell on Depop just because it's so much easier for them to deal with, you know, the... Uh, those platforms because they're so much easier and there's so much more protection for the seller but they just yeah. don't have the reach that ebay does that's true so what do we do what do we do to make it better create your own platform to sell on and get it bigger than ebay <laughs> which leads us to the actual sponsor of today's video www.shopharrytornado.com uh, you can get your support your friends t-shirts there. You can get I'd rather be thrifting t-shirts there and we will be ordering more slob posters. We had to change the design because apparently the Goodwill logo in the S was copyrighted. So we had to change the design. Version two is going to be out soon. Shop HarryTornado.com. Harry Torno. Harry Torno. Harry Torno. <laughs> Harry Tornado for sponsoring today's podcast. What? Wait, what? What happened with your... Nothing happened like the slob posters, like so the S had like the Goodwill logo. Yeah. Uh, and I had like five people email me and they're like, hey, you're probably going to get in trouble for this. I'm like, well, I need wow. to change like the I didn't I didn't know um, that the posters would sell as well as they did. Um, so I mean, I, we, I got 50 and they sold out in like 45 minutes. Um, so I, I wanted to like redesign the poster a little bit and have like a second release, like a version two. So I went back to my graphic designer and got him to change the goodwill logo a little bit just so it's not uh copyright infringement oh that's crazy so the first the first set of posters that you sold did you already ship those out and are you taking them back or are you no i shipped them out that'll be it's like an error it's like oh you got one of the slob posters that has the actual goodwill logo like oh that's that's rare <laughs> you know that's interesting I, I doubt that uh i doubt that goodwill will care honestly dude i really think goodwill likes when I make videos about it, like I was at uh, Haley and I went to the one on St. Andrews today, one of the ones we went to the lim in the limo and like the store manager was there and the regional manager was there and they saw me and the store manager was like, um, oh, there's my there's my YouTuber guy. And then the regional manager was like, yeah, I've seen his videos. <laughs> I'm like, It's so crazy because I always see other people. They're like, oh, I got kicked out of Goodwill for filming or oh, good. They wouldn't let me film in the bins, or whatever. I'm like, dude, now. Like somebody at the bins um, asked me about my channel the other day, and then he shared it with like all the bins employees. So they all like, oh, if you get me on that camera today, you got to make sure it's my good side or something like that. Like it's <laughs> it's so fun. Like they love it, you know. I need I need to move to South Carolina because nobody will let me record anywhere in Central Florida anymore. 
the vintage guys are so obsessed with loot with with having competition come to the bins and come to goodwills that they like had the goodwill managers put up it's it literally they have signs up now that say it is illegal to record in public no cameras and no footage allowed or you will be kicked out of the store and permanently banned even though it is not illegal to record in public they they really you know fight me there because they don't like that i have my gopro on and i'm showing the stuff that i'm picking up you know because it's crazy competition it's it's really sad i mean like i i mean i i understand from the vintage seller's standpoint more than goodwills like i remember paul Cantu. he got kicked out of goodwill one time and he was like you know, asked to talk to the manager. He's like, yo, I've, at the time he had like 300,000 subscribers. He's like, yo, I'm, I'm showing these people that you can come in here and find grails and deals. Like I'm telling people to come shop at your store and pay money for things that you got for free. 300,000 people. Why is that a, a bad thing for you? And they're like, sorry, we just don't. I, I To be fair, I kind of understand they're with Paul Cantu. Like he wasn't like super family friendly, but like for my channel, like all I do is promote Goodwill. Like, hey, you should definitely come here because I'm finding Jordans literally falling off the rack. There's so many of them, like, yeah. you know. So, so far, I mean, I, I don't know. I think I'm I am just very blessed with my Goodwills in terms of like them being super cool with me filming and also them having very affordable prices most of the time. Very affordable. Well, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna sell everything in my shed and move to South Carolina, and you guys are gonna have to fight me at the flea markets and at the bins. Well, we have some room here. I think Dante just left us and moved to Michigan. Yeah, that's true. So you that's can move crazy. into his old house. Yeah, I can't, dude. Like, I'm happy for him. Like, if he's happy, that's great. But I can't believe he would leave South Carolina to go to Michigan for like sourcing. I'm like, oh man, dude. Well, Do you he have, didn't, like, he didn't move to Michigan bins? for sourcing. He moved to Michigan for love. So I know, I know, but. That's a lot to give up for love, man. <laughs> like he's the bin king, you know? And now he's moving to a state with no bins, basically. Yeah. Well, shout out Katie Reed. Now you know how much Dante loves you. That's right. If he gives up the bins for you, that's true love right there. Yeah, I, I was with him at the reseller rally and he's like, I changed my whole business. Like, you know, I'm used to going to the bins and now I have to go to Goodwill or sell books now, like Katie Reed's, but that's that's awesome. So I'm happy for them. Yeah. There's so many ways to win, man. Like literally there's an eBay store that only sells stamps and they have like 50,000 listings and they sell like, I don't know, like 20 a day, but it's just, it's, that's, that's what they do. You know, they have like their sell through rate is super low, like 0.1%, but they've got 50,000 listings. So like they're probably making, I don't know, 500 bucks a day in profit. You know, they're probably buying huge collections for pennies for, for pennies each, you know, and if they, focus all their time and attention into learning stamps and nothing else. I mean, it's not hard to be the biggest stamp seller on eBay if you do that, you know? Yep. I mean, back in the day before I started reselling on eBay and I took the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University course uh, with my church, one of the things that Dave Ramsey says in his course is that, um, you know, if you're looking for ways to make money, it was talking about like, you know, side hustles kind of in one of the, in one of the chapters. And, one of the things he said was buying stuff at garage sales and selling it on eBay. And the example he used was a guy who sells only golf clubs on eBay. And in the, at the time, I think I took the class in like 2013 at the time, the guy in 2012 did $1.2 million in sales in only golf clubs. Yeah. You know, it. so it's possible. It, it also, if you like, if you narrow down your sourcing to only that category, you can source a lot faster. Like you get, like if, because if you go to a Goodwill looking for golf clubs, you go to the back where the golf clubs are. You look at the golf clubs and you leave like that's it. You I mean, you can go to 30 or 40 stores in a day if you live in the right city. And like you do that every single day, you know, clean, take pics and list at night. Dude, that's definitely possible. But I my FOMO does not let me do that. Like when I um, with Renzi, like they only do shoes. I'm like, do you guys like even look at other stuff in the store? He's like, nah, we just look at shoes. I'm like. But what if there's, you know, like a Nintendo or, you know, a, a sealed HP toner ink or something? He's like, yeah, we just we just only do shoes. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, I could not, I, I can't, I can't focus on one category. I know, I kind of, 
I kind of want to make a YouTube video going to Maine where Renzi lives, going thrifting with them and seeing if I can find profitable stuff while they're looking for shoes to you see if, if they're leaving money on the table. Not not literally because they're never going to change their business model, which is great for them, you know, yeah. but I, I want to go into their thrift stores and see if there's other profitable stuff. They've got such good systems in place, man. Like they, they got their warehouse last year and now they have a guy taking all their pictures for them. They have um, hammock doing all their listings. So like literally all they're doing, I guess is just sourcing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, they may be still cleaning shoes, mm -hmm. but they probably have, they probably have somebody cleaning yeah. shoes too. I, I just, I, I watched their Instagram stories cause they're really on Instagram. I think they just posted a video too on YouTube, but dude, just seeing what they do in their process every morning, just seeing like 40 shoes just ready to go, you know, it's just, yeah. I'm, I'm super like proud of them and what they've done over the years. Super, super proud. Of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Haley and I talked with them on the phone um, a couple weeks ago about before she was like, for sure going, I guess it was a couple months ago before she was for sure about, you know, quitting her job. Uh, just talking to them about, you know, how they work together and their systems and, you know, some tips they would give us as like, you know, husband and wife team working together. And they were super helpful, super nice people. Um, I do wish they would make more YouTube videos because I think they would I think they would kill it on YouTube if they were a little bit more consistent, but they're so busy making thousands of dollars selling shoes. They just don't have a lot of time left over to to make YouTube content, right. but they've they've definitely nailed the shoe system of of reselling to the, for to sure. To the T, to the T. It's almost to the point where they could sell the business. Like if you've got if if, uh, if all you do is source then you've got somebody cleaning, somebody photographing and, you know, a VA service doing all your listings. All you have to do is, you know, teach somebody else how to source the, the shoes that you're sourcing. And then you could have a full business that you just profit off of, you know, and you could sell that later on. It, it, it's pretty hard to sell a reselling business for more than, you know, basically your inventory is worth because it's just you, you know, it, it's, you can't sell, you have the ability to find profitable items. That's the hard part, but. Well, their whole thing too is that they're using shoes to build a real estate profile. So yeah. um, they want to eventually, my guess is either let the business run itself or sell the business and then use it and start investing in like real estate, rental properties, think flip house flipping, stuff like that. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see, like I would say over the next like year to three years, because they're at the place right now, like you said, all they're doing is sourcing pretty much where in three years from now, either they sell the business for X amount of dollars and they get into real estate or they keep that business running and use it as passive income while they build their real estate portfolio. I said profile. Yep. I meant to say portfolio. <laughs> so so I'm really to excited win, to see their future. For sure. All right, boys, I think we are getting close to that hour mark. Uh, closing, closing comments. Joey Bada Bing 22. Let's go, baby. <laughs> um, hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. We're definitely going to be putting out more. I think we're done traveling, all three of us, for a while. So hopefully. I'm actually going to be at camp all next week for like eight days. Never mind, guys. So, so after that, <laughs> then I'll be done with traveling. Yeah. So hopefully we're going to put out some more podcasts. I know you guys love it, and I love it too. So, so yeah. I'm actually going to Utah to steal all of Tim's inventory. Don't tell him. Not shout out Tim. <laughs> it would be you would you would need a, a U-Haul, a couple U-Hauls to steal his inventory. <laughs> uh, last words for me, I would say insulate a shed before you put inventory in it. <laughs> Amen. I will second that. I will second that. Uh, last words for me. Um, just. Just don't don't be afraid to take risks in life. I think a lot of people, um, I don't know, we're just raised to be really risk averse. Like definitely never do anything that could possibly end badly. Like always take the safe route in life. And while, yeah, you know, like the safest way to go skiing is to not ski. But uh, if you don't ski, you might miss out on some fun. You might break your leg. You might have a concussion or something, but, uh, skiing's fun in this analogy. Uh, skiing could be compared to reselling, starting your own business. Um, I don't know. I was just thinking about my life and how literally just in two years I go from being laid off to, you know, having this business that, you know, even allowed my wife, my wife to, uh, 
to quit her job and now we're doing it full time. And, uh, it's just been, it's been crazy. Absolutely crazy. And uh, you never know what's going to happen. Just get out there and take some chances. Don't do anything really stupid, but live a little bit. All right, guys, you won't be putting in my two weeks. Josh told me to take a risk. I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see ya. I love you so much.